Hare Krishna, today we are so fortunate to have His Grace Sri Badrani Prabhuji from New Vrindavan and Prabhuji will enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 1st, Verse 3. So please take over the call Prabhuji now, Hare Krishna. <coughs> Hare Krishna. Thank you, Mataji. So we'll be reading from sixth canto, chapter one, text number two. I'll go ahead and I'll read the verse and translation. Pravruti lakshana shaiva traigunya vishayomuni yasav alina prakrite guna sargaha puna puna. Translation, O Great Sage, Sukadeva Goswami. O Great Sage, Sukadeva Goswami, unless the living entity, sorry, I think, what is the verse? I'm reading. Is it the same verse? Sukadeva is three, three, right? Yeah. Adharma Lakshana Nana Narakas Chanvarnitaha Manvantaras Chavyakyata Adhyaswayam Bhuvoyataha Translation You have also described at the end of fifth canto the varieties of hellish life that result from impious activities and you have described in the fourth canto <coughs> the first Manvantara which was presided over by Swayambhuvamanu, the son of Lord Brahma. So no purport for this, we will go ahead with uh, four and five. Kriyamvratatupada vamsastacharitanicha Dipavarsha Samudradhi Nadyutyana Vanaspatim Dharamandala Samastanam Bhagalakshana Manataha Jyotisham Vivuranancham Yatedam Asrajadibhu Translation, my dear Lord, you have described the dynasties and characteristics of King Priyamvrata and King Uttanupada. The Supreme Personality of Godhead created this material world with various universes, planetary systems, planets and stars with varied lands, seas, oceans, mountains, rivers, gardens and trees, all with different characteristics. These are divided among this planet Earth and, sorry, the illuminaries in the sky and the lower planetary systems. You have very clearly described these planets and the living entities who live on them. Purport by Yudhu and Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Here the words, Yatedam Astrajat Vibhuho clearly indicate that the Supreme, the great Almighty Personality of Godhead 
created this entire material world with its different varieties of planets, stars and so forth. Atheists try to conceal the hand of God which is present in every creation, but they cannot explain how all these creations could come into existence. <clears throat> but they cannot explain how all these creations could come into existence without a complete intelligence and almighty power behind them. Simply to imagine or speculate is a waste of time. In Bhagavad Gita 10.8, the Lord says, Aham Sarvasya Prabhu, I am the origin of everything. Matta Sarvam Pravartate. Whatever exists in the creation emanates from me. Iti Matva Bhajantema Buddha Bhava Samanvita. When one fully understands that I create everything by my omnipotence, one becomes formally situated in devotional service and fully surrender at my lotus feet. Unfortunately, the unintelligent cannot immediately understand Krishna's supremacy. Nonetheless, <coughs> if they associate with the devotees and read authorized books, they may gradually come to the proper understanding about this make they about this may take many many births as Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita 7.19 Bahunam Janmanam Ante Jnanavan Maam Prabhadyate Vasudeva Sarvamiti Samahatma Sudurlabaha After many births and deaths he who is actually in knowledge surrenders unto me, knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all that is such a great soul is very rare. Vasudeva. Krishna is the creator of everything and his energy is displayed in various ways as explained in Bhagavad Gita 7.4 and 5. A combination of the material energy Bhumi Raponalavayu and the spiritual energy the living entity exists in every creation. Therefore, the simple principle, the combination of the Supreme Spirit and the material element is the cause of cosmic manifestation. Oma Jnana Timirandasya Jnananjana Salakaya Chakshuruan Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Gurum Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurum Vaishnavamsha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatham Tvitam Tam Sajeevam Sadvaitam Savajutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitamsha Namavom Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale 
श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांता स्वामी नीति नामिने नमस्ते सरस्वती देवी गौरवाणी प्रचारिने निर्विशेषा शून्यवादी पाश्चात्य देशतारिणी नमो महावदन्याय कृष्ण प्रेम प्रदायते कृष्णाया कृष्ण चैतन्य नामिने गौरत्षे नम हे कृष्ण करुणा सिंधु दीनबंधु जगतपति गोपेशा गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी ऋषभानु सुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिय ಕೃಪಾಸಿಂಧುಭ್ಯಚಿತಾಂದ್ರಿಯದ್ವೈತಾಗದಾರಿವಾಸಾಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಸೊ ವಿ ಆರ್ ರೀಡಿಂಗ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ತ್ ಕ್ಯಾಂಟೋ ಇಸ್ ನೇಮ್ಡ್ ಆಸ್ ಪ್ರಿಸ್ಕ್ರೈಬ್ ಡ್ಯೂಟೀಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ ಕೈಂಡ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಒನ್ ವಿಚ್ ಈಸ್ ಟೈಟಲ್ಡ್ ಆಸ್ ದ ಹಿಸ್ಟರಿ of the life of ajamila so so we are reading a third one third verse do not have no that no purport so we moved on to the fourth and fifth so third uh, verse parikshit maharaj is talking to sukadev goswami and he is mentioning that Sukadeva Swami described um, two things basically is talking about. So one is it described about the uh, various hellish planets at the end of the fifth chapter. And these hellish planets are meant for different kinds of people, those who perform different impious activities. and uh, in the fourth chapter also in the fourth canto also he explained about uh, different manvantaras first manvantara basically which is uh, presided over by swayambhuvaman so after that then he starts asking or uh, informing sukadev goswami that what all he described he also described about the different because uh, the third chapter is also known as the creation where the supreme lord uh, how the supreme lord created this material world through his uh, virata rupa as virata rupa is one of the form of propas uh, rights it is the material form of the supreme lord especially for those who understands only 
the supreme lord means he should be so big and so huge and unimaginable so that those kind of things so for them ha ha office leke gaye the na hari krishna bhai gaye na think anybody would like to those who have access can mute all the phones हरे कृष्ण प्रभु जी यू नीड टू अनम्यूट योरसेलरेडी अनम्यूटेड आई गेस हरे कृष्ण कैन यू ऑल हियर मी यस प्रभु जी so parikshit maharaj is also uh, informing sukadev goswami how the supreme lord has created different uh, planets and within the earth also how there are so many varieties that supreme lord has created um this is one of the common normal common question asked by the people those who uh, kind of not believe or sometimes even though they believe they find it very uh, difficult to understand for them if somebody is practicing spirituality they think spirituality is nothing but monotonous so they assume if somebody is becoming a devotee means they don't have anything to do just sitting in front of the deities and keep singing or chanting this is what the general perception of people when somebody is taking up a devotional service means or somebody is taking up bhakti means so that's why they feel it's monotonous because there is nothing just sitting uh, sitting or standing in front of the deities and singing and chanting only this that's all nothing else and that's why they feel it is a monotonous it is only one thing that they are going to do or this is the only thing there is nothing else um, they can't imagine anything else they don't know also anything else other than this and that's why they feel spirituality means without uh, variety whereas if you come to this material understanding not as a spirituality if you don't take up spirituality there is so much variety why there is so much variety because the living entity likes to enjoy this material world and that's the reason we separated from krishna because we want to enjoy separately from krishna and that's the reason that living entity is being uh, sent to this material world from spiritual world so the living entity comes here with the idea of enjoyment 
so they tend to look for enjoyment different kinds of enjoyment so there is so much variety for the enjoyment of the living entity so there are amusement parks and there are you know waterfalls and there are uh, movies and there are parks <clears throat> and there are different kinds of uh, uh, fairs for the living entity to enjoy and different kinds of food stuffs so that the living entity can enjoy and living entity finds newer and newer avenues for enjoyment depending upon their taste depending upon their consciousness there is so much unlimited varieties for living entities to enjoy and that's where the living entity are the in general people feel spirituality means there is no enjoyment and it is becomes as a monotonous enjoyment is a separate first of all first of all they feel it is a monotonous there is nothing only one thing they have to do sitting or standing or chanting that's all just in front of that it there is no other service for them and especially when they think brahmachari means nothing else just this bhajan doing a bhajan in front of deities are doing nothing and they feel they do nothing it's it's not only the people those who are uh, outsiders those who are not the devotees even the devotees also feel brahmacharis they have nothing to do much as such whereas the grahasthas they feel the grahasthas are the one who goes to job maintain their families and also comes to the temple in serving the temple so grahasthas they feel they are so busy in doing so many things and taking care of so many things on the other hand brahmachari is the one who renounced everything <clears throat> and then being in the temple not doing anything as such so these are the two kinds of things you feel so here shila propad is addressing that point that question by the uh <clears throat> outsiders the people those who do not practice devotional service and they feel the devotional service is monotonous uh, bhakti is monotonous that's the reason shila propadi translates this bhakti not as a devotion he translates that into devotional service because it is not just sitting and chanting or singing of hari krishna mantra it is not that those who are practicing a devotional service we all can understand it is not so in fact if you go to see devotees are the ones who is more active getting up morning at 3 o'clock struggling some of them 2 o'clock also and then chanting and then doing so many varieties of services in the temple life is not <clears throat> whereas the grahastha those who are uh, not practicing the devotional service they get up late and one thing they do go to office and then come back maintaining their families 
So there is so much variety is there in devotional service also, in bhakti also. Not only just simply sitting and chanting. Of course, that is the essence of bhakti, chanting the Harinam. But there is so much varieties of services are there. So when Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, he started publishing newsletter about the spiritual world. So that time one of the <clears throat> journalists asked this question that uh, there is what is there in that uh, in the spiritual world that you are trying to publish this newsletter how much you can publish because there are no varieties in the spiritual world. So Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, he replies to that, of the whole creation, one-fourth of the creation is this material world. And this one-fourth of creation of this material world, in that insignificant portion, is planet Earth. And in that planet Earth, insignificant portion of the entire creation, there are thousands of thousands of newspapers have been printed every day to discuss about, the, to talk about or discuss about the different subject matters of this material world. Whereas the three-fourth creation is a material world, then don't you think there is so much of varieties there in the spiritual world? In fact, I should be publishing this newsletter every day describing about so many varieties or so many things that is happening in the spiritual world. So that's where spiritual world is not monotonous, it is not with variegatedness. When material world itself is so much varieties, with so much variegatedness, then why can't spiritual world will be with so much variegatedness? <coughs> So that is the point which Srila Prabhupada is uh, talking about. So the uh, atheists are those people, those who do not believe in the spiritual world, in the spiritual life, and they think there is not much uh, variety in the spiritual world. And this is again another reason when some of the living entities, they started practicing spirituality, taking up spirituality and started practicing it. But for some reason, and they think Supreme Lord is not having a form, and they, their uh, destination is to merge with the Supreme Lord as uh, Brahmavadis. And they merge with the Supreme Lord. That is, we know all of us, that is, they merge into Brahma Jyoti. Brahma Jyoti is a peacefulness. They get a lot of peace in Brahma Jyoti. But there is no variety in Brahma Jyoti. Variegatedness is not there. <coughs> they will be alone uh, roaming in that Brahma Jyoti. And that's where the living entity, since wants the variegatedness, wants the enjoyment and then again they come back to this material world because they cannot go up 
to the spiritual world that needs higher qualifications, better qualifications. So they come back to this material world and then again start enjoying this material world. So this variegatedness, this variety is needed for living entity and that's how the living entity creates so much variety of enjoyment in this material world. Otherwise, without that enjoyment, living entity is hard to live in this material world. This is the similar situation for those who commit uh, sinful activities and they have been sent to jail by the government and there is not much variegatedness there. They tend to find variegatedness, variety, but not much for them there. And we try to name that as they don't have independence there. They are not free. There is no freedom. Their freedom is restricted. In a similar situation, we can see ourselves also as a living entity. Now, the living entity, since want to enjoy separate from the Supreme Lord, commits certain things and that's how the living entity is sent to this prison house known as the material world. We may think we are unlimited in enjoyment, but the living entity is actually restricting itself as being in this material world. Otherwise, in the spiritual world, there is a much higher enjoyment when compared into this material world. And there is no miseries at all. And there is no old age and there is no death in the spiritual world. That is the now, one of the main reasons. But otherwise, also, there is uh, so much enjoyment in the spiritual world, so much variegatedness when compared to this material world. And because we have committed that activity, either mentally or physically, that we have been sent to this material world, which is known as the prison house, which is known as this material world. Like how in this prison house there is uh, uh, restrictions, there is no freedom. But in, this, in the material world it appears to be we are free. Like uh, Radhanath Maharaji explains about this material creation. He talks about this. There are so many prison houses in this uh, material world. And prison houses are built in such a way that the living entity, the persons in the prison cannot escape the prison. So for that they make so many arrangements huge walls which is of 6 feet or 8 feet or 10 walls have been constructed and there is electrical fences and there are guards with machine guns and there are dogs so many arrangements so that the inmates cannot escape this prison house but Supreme Lord created a prison house known as this material world without any boundaries to that. No boundaries. Everybody is free to go out of this material world. 
no restrictions at all there is no god there are no gods no walls but everybody wants to stay in this material world only don't want to go out of this material world that is the prison of supreme lord created you can understand with that how um, wonderful his creation is and the living entity thinks that they are enjoying in this material world irrespective of so many miseries so many problems in this material world and they think they are enjoying in fact it says that since everything is the creation of the supreme lord there is a nothing material in this creation it becomes a material or it becomes maya only when we forget the supreme lord then it becomes as a material world or it becomes as a maya so it is in shrimad bhagavatam comes the statement very beautiful actually that everything created in this material world this belongs to supreme lord and it is spiritual but when the living entity forgets the supreme lord then that becomes as a maya that becomes as a material however in this material world uh, matter does not move or does not uh, change itself unless otherwise the intervention of a spirit for example you have a car at home if you leave your car in your garage and then go out for vacation assume that you went into the space you went to the either moon planet or you went to mars or venus somewhere came back <clears throat> somehow for some reason you are alive for 1000 years came back after 1000 years car will not move even an inch from that place it is a matter which is a dead dead matter that is it will not move an inch unless otherwise you sit in the car and turn on the keys and then put on the gear so without intervention of spirit the matter will not function at all actually so that is the material world is functioning by the combination of a spirit and the matter that is the matter actually otherwise i mean we discussed about this also the whole creation especially the whole material world we think it doesn't function without the human beings and which is uh, uh, foolish thing everything goes so perfectly without intervention of a human being in the whole material world as such 
everything goes perfectly there are so many living entities that are living they live peacefully and everything goes very nicely trees they grow up nicely and then plants they grow up nicely and the deer they will be eating and the deer population is going more and there are wolves and they come and they uh, devour some of the deer so everything like there was uh, um, some of you must have uh, known about the incident in uh, soviet russia at that time there was a place known as the chernobyl where there is explosion happened so the government vacated that place surrounding that one around 100 km something like that so there is uh, nobody in that place because of radiation so worried about radiation scared of radiation so after almost around i think 10 years or 20 years or 20 25 years so the journalists some of them they went into that place known as chernobyl to see how it is doing there and to the surprise it is a flourishing with the nature there because there is no human being and there is so many plants and so many trees and then the animals and everything else is working fine there except the human being so the whole material world the prakriti prakriti is also the living entity prakriti is also energy of the supreme lord so the prakriti continue to work as such and then prakriti is the one which provides so much of a variety in this material world if supreme lord created this prakriti and supreme lord because of that prakriti is giving so much of variety then can't there be variety or variegatedness in the spiritual world spiritual world is also will be having so much of a variety as such so that's the essence which shila propad is uh, talking about in the purport about this 4 uh, and 5 verses where supreme lord is created different planetary systems and then the stars and then within the uh, earth planet also he created not only uh, yeah within the uh, not only bharat varsha not only bharat kanda even in the entire planet earth like jumbo dwipa and all those places there are so many varieties of uh, uh, arrangements like uh, seas oceans uh, rivers and dry trees and the living entities different there are different characteristics all those things the supreme lord has created for the enjoyment of the living entity depending upon their consciousness so because of our consciousness we have been sent to this earth planet and depending upon our consciousness and our previous activities some of us are there in jumbo dwipa and different different uh, systems different different places and some of them are in the heavenly planets and some of them are in the hellish planets depending upon the activities of the living entity okay so i'll stop here and then see if anybody is having any questions or comments
हरे कृष्णा सॉरी तो बोल दिया है आई नीड टू अनम्यूट थैंक यू प्रभु जी थैंक यू सो मच फॉर दिस वंडरफुल क्लास प्लीज डिवोटीज इफ यू हैव एनी क्वेश्चन और कमेंट प्लीज गो है हरे कृष्णा प्रभु दिस महेश पांडे इज ऑलवेज I enjoy your lecture. Uh, how you know about the spiritual world and keep up to date? How do we know spiritual world to keep up to date? Yeah, what's going on? For material world, we are here, so we know what is going on surrounding us. The spiritual world, what? How we know what is going on? is given by the uh, acharyas acharyas they talk about how krishna is enjoying with the gopas and gopis and how the different different kinds of leelas are going on in the spiritual world that is again one of the planet in the spiritual world that is golokurundava there are unlimited vaikuntha planets are there in the spiritual world and in the unlimited vaikuntha planet supreme lord is there in a different forms in different avatars like how he appeared here like lord ram and there is one spiritual planet vaikuntha known as ayodhya and similarly there are different different uh, spiritual planets uh, vaikuntha planets are there so acharyas gives us this information so with that we comes to know what is going on in the spiritual world as shri prabhupad mentions sometimes so what are is given in the krishna book so these leelas those are again some of the leelas explained by sukadev goswami otherwise supreme lord leelas are unlimited as such so they keep going on these leelas in the spiritual world the same with um, different different lord vishnu in one vaikuntha planet narasimha bhagwan is another vaikuntha planet so there are so much unlimited vaikuntha planets are there even our understanding is a limited understanding and whatever the acharyas they give us and that we are talking about so acharyas are given as well as you will find in some of the scriptures like one of the scriptures which we are talking about shrimad uh, bhagavatam so like this there are different scriptures and they talk about the activities of the supreme lord in the spiritual world which we discuss and then time to release this is again very very uh, small portion of it and this itself gives us so much uh, enjoyment or so much uh, relishing uh, the devotees so if you really get to know the full uh, length and breadth of the spiritual world and we can understand how much uh, enjoyment a living entity can get as they know about the spiritual world is that okay prabhu yes prabhu thank you uh, 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 i also want to know from you that uh, how the, the uh, speculative knowledge uh, is method of atonement you know we do the simple acti- yeah we do the simple activity and then for atonement So how the speculative knowledge <clears throat> helps? 
practical knowledge will not help us in any way actually at any time because speculative means uh, we are concocting something and i mean in in a way okay you are talking about the speculative knowledge of uh, of the scriptures as an atonement which you are talking about it suppose even then also the scriptures when they give something one has to follow that whatever is given but when we try to speculate that what are the scriptures are given and that becomes as a, a concoction that we are thinking on our own uh, because speculative means it becomes as a whimsical actually it will not help us uh, only way one can atone is as per the uh, information given in the scriptures one has to follow that it's like take an example of uh, Uh, i'm not talking about the atonement in general if you are performing certain activity which are given in the vedic scriptures as a prescribed duties if you are following that then what is it then you are uh, known as sakami that is you are performing activities according to the injunctions given in the scriptures then what is good happens with that thing but here your idea is to enjoy your idea is to get enjoyment but at the same time you are following the instructions given in the scriptures so that's so you known as the sakami but then as you continue to practice and slowly slowly you come to the level that you uh, perform the activities but you don't expect results of that activity or you don't have attachment to the results of the activity and that stage you become as a, a nishkama nishkama karma you are performing the activities but you are not really uh, attached to the results of the activities so that becomes as a nishkama so that way if you progress further then you will become bhakti yogi and then you will become the uh, devotee of the supreme lord now you are following certain activities which are given in the scriptures but if you don't do that if you start uh, speculating your own mind oh yeah i can do like this this is good activity for me like that if you start performing then that becomes as a whimsical so but the problem with that is that you are not following the scriptures you are following your mind and that's where the trouble comes as such now there are so many people who do not take up the spiritual life and they start speculating within their mind this is good this is good this is how one should be doing the spirituality and that is one of the things shila propada condemns that the spirituality unless otherwise it comes in the bona fide uh, disciplic succession by with with authority if you don't do it then it becomes as a speculative i mean there are so many uh, people are there in and around especially in india they are not belongs to any bona fide sampradaya they are not belongs to any proper disciplic succession authorized disciplic succession but they are very famous so many of them are there so famous they are 
and they start talking about they got this knowledge just they went to the uh, some forest and uh, suddenly dawned upon them something and they come here and they start talking they have so many foundations and so many ways they do it for many reasons they must have got it but then it is all speculate then you speculate and then you try to whimsically think and then you try to come up with so many things and that's how you start making up the things but if you are charismatic and then the way you are speak the way you do things it normally attracts so many people because propa says that in this material world there are so many people who want to be cheated and you will find definitely cheater for them to be cheated as such so so that that's how they come up i am not saying they are bad as such but then uh, that's because of the speculative mentality and because they speculate but which is not according to the um, scriptures which is not coming in a bona fide disciplic succession or it is not coming from from the authorized uh, authorities as such so the same thing if you do the speculation uh, for the atonement without following the scriptures then it is like a waste actually even then atonement also the proper talks about this atonement in a nectar of instruction even if you do the atonement according to the scripture uh, instructions but still that is like a elephant taking a bath you take bath and then again come out and then spread the mud dust all over your body again so even though you atonement you, you do atonement but what happens still the desire to perform that activity is there within your heart and then you tend to perform those desires tend to do those activities so instead of that one should actually take up to the devotional service which burns the desires to perform that activity again and that's the proper path that is the best atonement for somebody can do in their life um that okay prabhu ji yes prabhu ji thank you you know i uh, also i wanted to learn that uh, you know this while performing the fruitive activity to to free from the action of the sinful life it can uh, through the austerity penance celibacy control of sense and uh, senses in the mind and truthfulness and mystic yoga so what uh, what is the uh, how the mystic yoga i mean can you explain helps to remove our sins see the, uh, as you start performing uh, prescribed duties according to the instructions given in the vedas then you are enjoying at the same time the activities are regulated activities they become as regulated there are so many examples which we can talk about one of the famous example basic example gross example which we all can easily understand is that uh, if somebody is uh, at that age uh, you one is have the desire to have a sex sex life but then vedas they prescribe that one should marry so if you marry then you can uh, fulfill your desire with your wife so this is regulated activity you you are uh, performing that activity for your enjoyment but you are regulating that activity like this you will find so many of those things 
in the Vedas they talk about. That's what they call as a prescribed duty. So prescribed duties will allow the living entity to enjoy, but at the same time it is regulated. So that is called as one of the thing is known as a tapasya actually. That itself is a tapasya. That itself is a penances because you are enjoying, but at the same time you are regulating your enjoyment, your sense enjoyment. So if you continue to perform that, then you reach to the stage from Sakami to Nishkama. From Nishkama is nothing but where in the Nishkama you get a knowledge that you understand who you are, you understand who is the Supreme Lord. And then there is a connection between the Lord and as well as the living entity. That there is a relation between the living entity and the Supreme Lord. So this is what we come to the uh, understanding and that becomes as a Jnana Yoga. So from the Jnana Yoga then one need not to perform any mystic yoga as such. One need not to perform Ashtanga Yoga. From Jnana Yoga one can become a devotee as such. As a devotee, as you continue to practice then one will uh, come to the stage or by any chance if they come in association with the devotee they will become as a um, the devotee, they will become as a bhakta of the Supreme Lord. But then as you are talking about another use is the Ashtanga Yoga. Ashtanga Yoga is another process where one performs the gymnastics. The gymnastics are basically meant to not, that is a side effect of gymnastics is that you get your body fit. That is one of the, one of the things you get along with that. But the whole idea of performing Ashtanga Yoga is to um, concentrate our mind on the Supreme Lord. And that is one of the austerities which we do it when we perform this Ashtanga Yoga. But the side effect of Ashtanga Yoga is also attains the mystic siddhis as one performs this uh, Ashtanga Yoga. So as you are performing this Ashtanga Yoga, then one gets the mystic powers. And that mystic powers will become again a pitfall for the living entity as the living entity um, trying to, because living entity is always trying to enjoy this material world. And then with this mystic powers they can do uh, some things which are unnatural, which are, uh, which a common man or normal person cannot do it. And that they can do it. That is, um, they can, you know, move from, they can go from stone and then come out of the stone from other side or they can become smaller than small or bigger than big, things like this, there are some other mystic yogis. There are so many of them out there, like uh, Prabhupada talks about mainly eight of them, but in general there are so many of them also there. Like you can go and grab the things from some other place and then you can, you know, show them here in your hand, things like that. The living entity uh, bewildered with these things and then the living entity stuck to those things only and will not take up the spiritual life further because that is uh, giving the living entity so much of importance where when others they see that and they are they think, wow, doing so many miracles and things like that and the living entity think that they are God themselves actually. So that's why that is not really uh, helpful in the spiritual life. Um, in fact, actually, there is a uh, Prabhupada disciples, I, I read that somewhere. Once the Prabhupada disciples found this one mystic yogi person, and then they brought him to Srila Prabhupada, and then he performed so many mystical activities, 
so many of them. And Prabhupada seeing everything, uh, Prabhupada said, why don't you leave everything and practice spiritual life? Just this word Prabhupada said, that's all. So from that we can understand how important is this uh, mystic yoga as such, how important is uh, this Ashtanga yoga, because uh, that gives us to the uh, wrong understanding that we are the Supreme Lord or I am the God, that gives the understanding for the living entity. That's why we should be careful with that. Is that okay, Prabhuji? Yes, Prabhuji. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Okay. Any other questions, comments? Such a wonderful class and question answer session. If nobody has any question, we can end up the call here. And you did uh, till five hours, right, Prabhuji? Yes, Mataji. Till five. Okay. I just wanted to ask one question, uh, not related to that, but. Uh, uh, thank you so much for the wonderful class and uh, you know uh, always nice to read quotes from Bhagavad Gita. So Prabhuji sometimes uh, what happens like we uh, already have re gone through the whole Bhagavad Gita, uh, read it personally and then we started reading our own personal, uh, personally own uh, uh, other than attending the class here uh, Bhagavatam. So what happens then we stop reading Bhagavad Gita you know. So I wanted to ask, uh, is Bhagavad Gita should always continue reading uh, along when we pick up some new books of Srila Prabhupada? So, uh, or we can, uh, you know, uh, give it a break and then read the other books. Because there's so many books to read, you know. So mm -hmm. I try to take out some time, 30 to 40 minutes. So should we continuously always be reading Bhagavad Gita? That's my question. Yes, um, Bhagavad Gita is not a starting book. And Prabhupada says that Bhagavad Gita is actually, uh, we always talk about Bhagavad Gita is the essence of Vedic scriptures. Uh, Adi Shankaracharya, he writes about, talks about that thing in his Gita Mahatyam. Sarvopanishado Gavo Dugda Goparanandana Partho Vatsa Sudhir Bhokta Dugdam Gita Amrutam Mahatyam. So Sarvopanishado Gavo, of all the Upanishads, made into the cow, Sarvopanishado Gavo, Dugda Gopalanandana, and made it into the cow. And that cow gives the milk. And that milk is, uh, normally comes when there is a calf. That Arjuna is the calf. Then who enjoys this milk? So not only Arjuna, even the intelligent persons who read, who drinks that milk. So who are those intelligent persons? Those who read Bhagavad Gita. And what is that milk? Gita, Amrutam, Mahatyam. That is the glory of Bhagavad Gita. So Bhagavad Gita should be always reading and reading and reading and reading. Because that is the essence. Krishna is not composing verses in Bhagavad Gita actually. 
he is picking up verses from different vedas and he is explaining those verses to arjuna he is saying those verses to arjuna that's where bhagavad gita verses you find elsewhere also in other vedic scriptures because that is the verses krishna picking up and then he is giving them to arjuna and he is speaking them to arjuna so bhagavad gita is not one verse as uh, so bhagavad gita is not a starting book it is the book one should continuously read and read and read and read and read and goes on like that hmm? is that okay mataji yes prabhuji and for my answer i got one realization that uh, every time we are reading you know that same page even if every day we read the same page you know we get different realizations so it's like not uh, something we can say we are we've read it already now we know it you know so it's very yeah. very magical actually so actually in, uh, there is uh, something on the padma purana comes gita mahatyam where lord shiva talks about the glories of bhagavad gita he talks about each and every chapter of uh, uh, the bhagavad gita and where he talks about even the person i mean those those persons who perfected their life just reading one chapter of bhagavad gita so like that it talks about the glories of uh, bhagavad gita of all the 18 chapters that is uh, gita mahatyam it comes in uh, padma purana you can see so that way actually it shows that uh, i mean if you read that it will be so wonderful actually and even one verse of one of the chapter that itself is uh, is purifying actually bhagavad gita that important is that yes mataji yes. thank you thank you so much for emphasizing that because uh, you know when uh, uh, you know we even if we ask question from devotees then you know our prayer is there that somehow we can you know they give us the blessings so we can uh, alongside uh, you know read the book uh, with the other books which you know mm. uh, we have not read at all but bhagavad gita should continue yeah yeah thank you so much and thank you for the wonderful class hari krishna thank you okay thank you we can end shamlesh mata ji do we have your approval to end this class Yes, Prabhuji. So, thank you so much for this nectar and wonderful class. And let's end up the call here. I will present this to all of you. Vanchakra Patrivyasya Prabhupada. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank